Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning and welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken and today I am delighted to welcome Ellie Hodgson from Hodgson Health. Um, I've invited Ellie in today to discuss body image um, and its impact on our lives. You know, body image, self-image, so closely linked, they can have a massive effect on our lives um, and our confidence and everything we do, really. Um, And I also really want to quiz Ellie on the challenges that she's had in recent times. You know, she's um, had to adapt massively in, in, in a changing sort of world, in the weird world we find ourselves in now. Obviously, a busy coach, a wife, a mother... You've got a few things on, haven't you? <laughs> You're listening like, yeah. <laughs> Did you sleep last night? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, Ellie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is like a topic that I'm so passionate about mm. speaking about. I think from someone who's gone through it themselves and I speak to women on a daily basis, this is a relevant topic that mm. if I can share my message, what I've gone through myself, yeah. hopefully I can help just even just someone. Well, that's the point that, you know, and yes, clearly, you know, I'm I'm here from Park, you know, in recruitment. What's self-image, what's body image got to do with, well, for me, it's got everything to do with everything. So it's massive in the way that you feel about yourself. And, you know, obviously, if you just really want to start by giving us a bit of background on you and telling us about Hodgson Health. Yeah, definitely. So with my background, um, so I, I've always been into sport. And I think for me, that's when I first got a taste of limiting beliefs in terms of my thought processes that were holding me back. Um, I was a swimmer and I had, everyone gets that nervousness feeling, but I was getting to the extremes where I was throwing up. Mm. Um, I was getting rashes. I was talking myself out of things where I would stop. And it made me realise when I was into my 20s, it wasn't just about my performance with swimming. It Mm. was about everyday life. I was in a toxic relationship that reflected my little self-worth. I couldn't go to the supermarket and make a decision to choose dinner Mm. because I didn't feel good enough. I felt I was going to make the bad decision. And that reflected in how I felt towards my body image where I controlled foods. You know, I would be so negative towards myself with my thoughts. And these thoughts got lost with me for a long time to a point where... I think I held back on so many opportunities mm. that I would have had. And then with Hodgson Health, I ended this toxic relationship when my mum said to me, it was 12 weeks before a wedding, actually, and she said, what are you going to do about it? And I realised then, this is down to me. I have yeah. to make a change. Um, and then coming forward to Hodgson Health when I was with Ryan, I fell pregnant and he said, well, what do you want to do? I was working in Volo at the time. Um, and it wasn't a job that I felt was fulfilling my passion. I said, I want to help people who have experienced how I felt, that when you're waking up and your thoughts control you, you feel Mm. like you can't do anything, you feel like you're not good enough. I want to kind of give back now to what I've learned and change someone else's life too. Mm. It must be sad to look back and think about yourself like that. Yeah, it is. And actually, when I knew that I was doing this with you, Mm. I looking back over my... I get emotional because I realise actually how I let myself live every day and it was just torture yeah. and people judge me I think they don't realize who I who I have been mm. and they say to me you you were such a strong person to have done that yeah and I wasn't I wasn't strong at the time but I I knew I had to make a change to myself mm. to get stronger and to live a life where I was putting myself first I was putting my happiness I was putting my well-being first 
in order to live a life that I knew I was do doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, must have been a nightmare as well for those close to you, like your your mom. And I guess, as you say, your mom saying that to you, obviously was a turning point or made a massive impact. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone around me knew what was going on, mm. but it has to. Always, when you make a decision towards yourself, it has to come from you. Otherwise, there's going to be that no connection. Mm. And I think that's something that's really important. Is especially if you are becoming aware of certain scenarios if you're not happy whether it's in a relationship whether it's with body image if it's with a career yeah take action on that because you know life as the saying goes life is too short mm. but you have to be the one to do it to drive it yeah. yeah and I guess you know going back to you mentioning initially you know that sort of with sports feeling that nerves and obviously with, with anything you know they say nerves can be great you know yeah. if you channel them and you control them and and use them you know you obviously must still get nervous oh uh, absolutely and I always say to everyone like if you're worried about anything it's, it's a sign that you care yeah. so that's something that, you know something's important to you so that's a really yeah. good thing yeah. as long as it's not taking over and I remember mm. going to New York to um, talk about our business and me and Ryan had this bicker because I was totally out of my comfort zone mm. and I didn't want to do it so I literally about five minutes before I said you just do it because you know yeah. he's so confident and I'm the, the, the other extreme and this lady was overhearing our conversation where we were like, you just do it. And um, she said, Ellie, can I just have a chat with you? And I mm. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then she said, what's the matter? Why are, you, why are you here today? And I said, oh, I've been asked to talk about our business. Mm. And then she was like, what an opportunity. Do you love what you do? And I was like, I absolutely love what I do. And I want to help other people perhaps do something with their passions. Mm. And she said, so what are you worried about then? And I said, well, what if I say something wrong, if I stutter? And mm. she said, well, so be it. Prepare yourself for in case you say something wrong. No, people probably won't even realise you've said it wrong. Yeah. But she said, look what you will gain out mm. of doing something that you love. There's so much more. And sometimes when you're we're in scenarios and we get that anxious feeling or mm. we overanalyse it, we think, oh my God, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. It's to weigh out, you know, the what you, what you can get from yeah, that experience. Yeah. yeah. Feel, so, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, we say exactly the same sort of thing when people are talking about interviews, you know, that, as you say, the nerves are, are a sign that you care yeah. and that you give a shit, you know, and you just need to do whatever you need to do to, you know, give yourself that sort of confidence, that strength, whatever little techniques you need to say. We'll say if you need to have notes, if you need to. Yeah. And if you stutter, people <laughs> just think you're real, yeah. don't, don't they? You know, it's 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's human. Interesting... And actually people yeah. will like that side to you. And I yeah. think yeah. I've slowly come to realise that you don't need to be perfect. I'm not pe mm. perfectionist, but I do sometimes fear of being judged. And I think who I am, I do worry that people will judge I still to this day I think people look at my body image and yeah. will look at me and expect me to be a certain way and, and that's something that's always well, this is, my mind. I mean this is it I mean I, I was even as an example sat in the hairdressers on Saturday and you know the mirror's there and the hairdresser's saying to me oh my hair's a bit they're like this and then and I was like how do you have the mirror in front of you all day I mean you can imagine that you know obviously we're in a world now where everything's mirrored you know social media all these sorts of things everybody's sort of opinion and world and lives and everything and the fake lives of course are, are massively in front of you but as a hairdresser to just see yourself and your body and your hair and your face all day long you're pick it I was like, yeah you're <laughs> gonna be like you know but again you know you must have to you know get techniques to to come over that yeah definitely I think and I think as well it's listening to yourself and the thoughts that you have I think often the time when we have these thoughts they're not always our reality, but we because mm. we say them over and over again, we we start to believe them, and yeah. that's the true beauty of 
there's that saying by Byron Katie, thoughts are like clouds are there to pass by. Mm. So whenever we have a thought that's negative, we should just let it blow away. But often we hold it in our head. Yeah. And that's where it then stews and it festers. Yeah. Yeah, massive. Okay. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, you, you, as you said, you, you've been, you know, very honest about your sort of personal experience. And, you know, in the position that you are, people... You know, and when you are leading training sessions, leading people to improve their bodies, obviously, yeah, they're, they're going to be looking at your body, aren't they? I mean, you know, it's it's the classic. I always remember a friend of mine saying, oh, you know, I went to this trainer, you know, she's obviously a bit overweight, this, that and the other. And she said, I'll be honest, Tony, I don't want an overweight personal trainer. Yeah. I want to look at a coach or, or, you know, and aspire to be like them. Um, but obviously you've also competed, Yeah. you know, um, <laughs> being in bikini shows. I mean, the thought of a bikini would put, you put most women, you know, into a fear Definitely. scenario. Absolutely. So, I mean, how, how do you deal with that? And, 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 and how was that? Yeah, absolutely. And like looking back, I'm like, I can't believe I've done that. And so how it started, I, so Ryan did his show first and I was pregnant at the time with Eva May. And I remember watching him, his dedication. He was working towards a goal that's important mm. to him. And I found that really attractive. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's so dedicated to something. Um, and I was like, it's good to have a goal. Yeah. And so after Ethan May, I was turning 30. And I was like, oh, I want to have a goal as well. Yeah, so yeah. he was like, well, you train so hard. This is competing is just a way to kind of, you know, if you're doing a swimming race or a running yeah, race, yeah, you have that yeah. race. Mm. The the uh, bodybuilding show is just equivalent to that. Mm. So I was like, well, maybe I could do it. I was like, but I just couldn't imagine anything worse. Standing in heels, in yeah. a bikini, yeah. getting judged by my parents, knowing full well that I have a history of self-body image, like mm. low body image and issues with food. Yeah. So I there was always that question if it was, was going to be good for me. Mm. So we talked about it and then we actually went on holiday to Vegas and we met up with a friend of ours and he was like, look, it's 11 weeks time, do it. So I, so I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to, I am going to put it, I'm going to put my all into it and yeah. actually this will be a testament to how far I've come. Yeah. To, to be able to stand on stage and to say, this is some, this is my confidence. I could never imagine doing it ever. And I remember when I did this um, speech for reasons why I was doing it, I had Eva May in this, in this audience. Mm. And I said, this is for you because I want you to know that you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't have limiting beliefs. Know that you put your mind to it and you can do it no matter what. And that was mm. the reason why I wanted to do that first show. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and as you, well, obviously you've said that seeing that, somebody drive towards a goal is something that you see as attractive yeah. and obviously you're dealing with goals day in day out obviously you still set yourself goals daily weekly monthly yeah. i mean how, how do you so we now because we've kind of moved sort of like more lifestyle with our coachings mm. we set our four b's so we set goals in besties body brain and business yeah so, which cater all our life, because we find that often when someone's working towards like a weight loss goal, mm. they possibly lose touch on maybe their relationships or their overall health or their career. Mm. And so for us, we want to show that actually you can succeed in all your areas yeah. if you're doing it like from a logic health well-being perspective. And that's why for us, we've taken that step towards it. And it's, and it's amazing because often sometimes people might think, oh, I'm putting on weight. Or um, perhaps I've not, I've not lost the weight that I said I wanted to. Mm. They were like, well, look, you've made career progression. Yeah, yeah, You've, you've yeah. spent time with your relationships. You know, we've had a whole year where um, socialisation's been cut off from us. Mm. Does it really matter if the month of May you've socialised more and you haven't reached the progress that you wanted physically, yeah, but you've but progressed you've, in happiness, you know, yeah, social yeah, life, yeah, and so yeah. that's, that's what's important for us now. And I guess it's that balance because, you know, my 
perspective from competing in a show like that, you know, and, and that sort of 11, 12 weeks, that three month period, you must be limited in socialising. Oh, you know, there must be so many things that you have to sacrifice for that short period. Yeah, I would say it is extreme. Like, the, yeah. and that's, and that's yeah. why I wouldn't do it again because I don't want that extreme. Yeah. I yeah. don't need it anymore in my no. life. And but I, it was a goal, yeah, that you were. Yeah. So I think I remember it's like the night before, have some white wine Why? because then it, it sort of dries, dries you, out. you out yeah. yeah and you can have chips and then on the day you're trying to eat as much sugar yeah, yeah it, and it's kind of like two extremes mm. and because now with Eve May and our kids getting older yeah yeah and yeah. also with our clients as well we were preaching health 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 mm. and then we're doing an extreme thing that isn't about health yeah and yeah. no matter what you do there's always gonna you're gonna question your body image and you're gonna question your relationship with food along the way because those things are you are going to, to that extreme level you're restricting yourself mm. that it did it did bring back some old habits that I, d I don't want to bring back yeah, into my sure. life and that's what's really important and I remember like my family looking at me and seeing my face it was gaunt yeah I was yeah. you know I was losing a lot of body fat it just you look pretty on stage with your makeup and you're dolled up <laughs> yeah but it's so. it's also you know there is it, it's you know bodybuilding women bodybuilding it's you know, is very different to men bodybuilding in the sort of media or public perception, I'd say, you know, because people can't wait to have an opinion, can uh -huh. they, you know, about whether it's attractive or not, whether it's right or not, you know, which, you know, who's got the right to say any of that anyway. But so you must have felt that sort of level of judgment from people. Absolutely. And to be fair, with from my swimming background, when I was about 17, 18, going to my 20s, I would always get men come up to me in a bar and tell me how manly I looked because I had broad shoulders. Wow. I would get this. So, and I think this is where, like, my, perhaps my body image and the the negativity has sort yeah. of stemmed from because this was just, you know, I was You'd already insecure. Yeah. And then yeah. hearing these comments from men it mm. sort of just festered even further, which is one of the reasons I have long hair because I'm so insecure of my... Sh I've always been, like, my shoulders have always been a big thing because they are broad. Um, so mm. I've carried that. So then, then going into when I was in this, these preps where I was losing a lot of body fat, so then it accentuates your muscle that you've yeah. got. You know, I didn't have a I wasn't very big. You know, I was tiny. But to, to anyone, when you see the muscles, they probably do think, I remember someone saying, you've got a lot of muscle. And I was like, I haven't got a lot of muscle. It's, mm. I don't have much body fat anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. And the fact that somebody, someone in your, you know, at, at that age feels that they can make that sort of comment. And I guess it's scary, you know, obviously we've both got daughters that you think, you know, obviously you're an influence to your children, as you've said, that's obviously part of the reason that you're trying to strike more balance in, yeah. in you know, but it's also that, that people do say stuff like that. It's, um, it's a worry, isn't it? It is, and Ethan's only seven and mm. I'm seeing certain things that she's saying and yeah. it worries me and, I'm, and I think, and it's like, you know, they're always watching you and you might not mm. realise that your kids are watching, but they yeah. are. I've seen Ethan May look in the mirror and I'm thinking, has she learned that from me? Yeah. And I'm like, I have to be like so careful now because we might just say the odd comment mm. or we might look at ourselves a certain way. You know, I have this thing about sometimes getting ready. I take forever to get ready in terms of deciding what to wear. Mm. I've passed that on to her already. Have you? Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. and it, I can just feel her anxiety towards clothes, and I'm yeah. like, I need to knit this in the bud ASAP. Yeah, yeah. it's funny, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, and are they are they very similar? Your daughters in the no, they're so yeah. yeah Eve bless her. She's sensitive, and yeah. she's you know she's very sensitive and emotional. Um, and she's, you know, yeah, and and she worries what everyone thinks mm. all the time. Whereas Neve's just 
we call her Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And is that reflective of you and Ryan? I, 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 I want to say they're both like Ryan. <laughs> Good. I mean, you know, this is it. You're, you're, you're super busy, obviously. You know, you're a coach. You know, you've got two children. You've got your, you know, family. You're close to your family. I, I, I can see that, you know friendship you know blah 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 a health club you know the boot camps how do you manage all that and how do you maintain motivation <laughs> i think for us it's, it's we try and get to around lifestyle and with our expectations we try and keep it like normal and real life and realistic to what we're capable of doing a lot of time when you see people put such high expectations on themselves like the all or nothing approach when it comes to working out or mm. the, with the food our goal is all about our lifestyle. Health and happiness are our two main things, whatever we're doing. So the food that we're eating, is it nutrient? You know, mm. we're getting the nutrients. But also, we also like to socialise. So it's getting that balance. You know, I love wine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't love, love, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but you I want like, to. Yeah, yeah, I want it. Yeah. And not those things that make me feel good. And I think that's important now. I've come to an age where I realise, put myself first in mm. terms of doing things that I want to do. And yes, I get days where perhaps... I might not want to train, but that's yeah. okay. Listen yeah, to my, yeah. how my body yeah. feels. I don't have to train. I don't need that pressure on myself because I, that, I'm all about, you know, my mentally feeling good as well. And missing a session isn't going to be all the end all. But it's important as well saying that you also listen to yourself. So say, for example, you're having days where you're not feeling so good about your body image or perhaps you feel as if you want to, I don't know, lose a little bit of weight from, mm. from a health perspective take action from it don't just ignore it mm. but in a sense of like yes some weeks you might have like lower motivation in terms of if you don't want to eat chicken rice and broccoli yeah, or whatever yeah. you know yeah, yeah. you think they need to eat and that's that's okay so who do you go to when you feel i guess ryan low. picks up on Does it, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's very sensitive i think we're very sensitive to each, each other, other yeah and i journal every day so i yeah. do write out and i think that's one big thing a lot of time people don't want to journal that this barrier which i completely mm. get but even just putting pen to paper with your with your, your thoughts often mm. it helps is that release and you actually you realize what's going on in your head because yeah. sometimes when stand back I we, guess. yeah when you when when often we say we we lack motivation often it can just be uh you're confused of what you should need to be doing you feel that overwhelm mm. so getting a pen to pen to, pay, pen to paper yeah. you realize oh actually maybe this part of my life i've neglected i'm doing reflective focus i want to work on this part maybe i want to work on a relationship mm. let's go on a date with my fellow or let's go and date yeah. my partner or take the kids out yeah work on that area rather than having all this pressure i just need to lose weight because that's mm. not going to be motivating i'm not motivated by scales because mine fluctuate so much yeah i can't i can't base my overall progress on that mm. so that's something that's really important if you don't like um to journal meditation take time when was the last time you took time out to breathe yeah 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 <laughs> and so what about i mean I, i've also seen that you know both you and ryan have been quite open how whilst you are coaches you will still go to other professionals or coaches in your own life no definitely i've had a personal trainer in the past even when i was mm. a personal trainer which people didn't get but often you need that accountability yeah. and i think accountability is really good but also support sometimes you have that support with your family but they're always going to have this like biased approach to you so yeah. speaking to someone who's not connected to your relationship can be really useful we've had business mentors again with that accountability but often to just give us right guidance and mm. perhaps picking up things that we don't see ourselves because you get your blinkers on yeah um so that's been really useful we've we yeah, I, I always encourage seeking out getting like additional sort of coaching or mentoring it's been really useful for us yeah well that's great isn't it and uh, what about i mean 
you know, obviously we've had this weird world of pandemic, which is obviously going to have had a massive effect on, on you yeah. guys. What happened and how have, did you adapt and, and what does it mean oh. now? How's the world changed oh for you? Oh, my goodness. What a year. So, yeah, so obviously we've been online coaches for six years. So mm. we had the online business, which we had all, we had the systems in place, but obviously we had our boot camp. Um, so our group, so that's the one thing that has a shot. And I, I think when we knew we were closing that, that was a lot of sort of stress. And we were yeah. like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And in our minds, we just, we just, we just got to over-deliver, over-deliver as much yeah. as we can. And for, we were crazy at the time. But we set ourselves, we'd do two workouts. One in the morning at 6 a.m., we'll do body weight. 12.30 in the day, we'll do dumbbells and resistance bands. Yeah. So we had two workouts, six days a week. Um, and there was that one, obviously, with our online clients, they had their own worries. And then we're like, okay, well, we need to step up to them. And it was just like this instant, okay, we'll just, we'll just do as much as we can. We're doing live um, live videos with them. Yeah. And then we decided, well, let's help Jersey PTs as well move online. So we were giving them all of our assistance. This is what you need to do to help, because we were concerned for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, we just took that sort of role, right, okay, let's just help other people. But then we had homeschooling and that was just like <laughs> joke, oh hey? my goodness I did not think I'd want to be a teacher at this point yeah and I so my, much respect for them yeah. Hey? yeah oh my goodness and I think that was the biggest thing when it came to the lockdown was seeing Eve May um and how she was took a big you know but I think was breaking my heart and that yeah. was causing a lot of stress I would go on to I felt I was doing so well with business because we just went to overdrive oh my goodness we've got to do something about our business yeah. and you know we're not losing this that went into homeschooling and my anxiety seeing 80 notifications i've got to do a project on africa or build a bug hotel and then seeing her we had tables broken we had chairs broken and that was that was the hardest thing from i think lockdown yeah. was trying to get the balance with home and school life yeah, I mean, it's just, and I think that's everyone and, and everyone comes out of it having, you know, so much more respect for teachers, teachers. and just our lives and our routine and, you know, because it was it's seriously intense as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, how do you balance life anyway, you know, even when school's on, but no, yeah. when you're all in the same house, it's, um, you need to start establishing those routines again, don't yeah. you? But even that can be difficult. And I, I felt really bad because I see all these notifications and I was like, I'm really sorry for you, but I felt like saying like, the business has got to come first, you know, because yeah. we, we, we were... So, you know, Financially, you need yeah, to make sure yeah, that you're so, surviving. Yeah. yeah, and so I think we just went into overdrive with that and then I, then I get like a guilt thing, oh my God, but it's her schooling, but we, we were just doing all that we could do yeah. and then we would get um, companies then contacting us saying, can you do um, online stuff for us, workshops, can you do online um, yeah. workouts for yeah, us? Yeah, well-being for their yeah. staff, etc. Yeah, so we yeah. were like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, we'll do this and before I know it, you know, our, everyone was going on about, they were relaxing during lockdown and, Doing learning Spanish and yeah. all this stuff, doing the houses up. We our life just went completely the other way, yeah, and yeah. we we had literally no respite. But I, I think also we learned from it too, and mm. I think we wouldn't be where we are now, yeah, without realizing what we've gone through. And that's it. And now you're, you know, surely even busier because you now got a health club. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this has been a dream of ours for so long to have an in person place yeah. where we can sort of connect all the businesses together and I think when we went into the second sort of lockdown where we had to close the businesses we saw this opportunity and I think people thought we were bonkers you've mm. taken a massive risk now getting uh, a facility yeah knowing full well that things have been shut and we're like well this is something that we've always wanted and we believe that we can provide something that there isn't over here at the minute 
And so we just went for it. And our first three months, we were closed, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're opening our doors and it was the best decision that we could have done. Great. And I guess you're seeing that surely build as, you know, the restrictions have relaxed and people are moving more or is that the way it's working? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of people who have been locked up for like a, a year or so mm. and now they they realise actually they want to... A, see people again yeah. in, a, in a safe environment, but also work on their well-being. You know, a lot of people have struggled with yeah. anxieties and mm. other areas where um, the health club can provide that space for them, a bit of therapy, working on something that's going to help them feel good and feel better. Mm. It's a stepping stone. We're not like a typical commercial gym. We're a, like a private place where someone perhaps is low in confidence and they can come and they yeah. can start taking those steps towards how they want to feel. And so obviously you've, you've still got the boot camps and you've got the pool. Yes. Yeah, and you're doing aquaerobics. Oh in yeah, there as so well. we have aquaerobics. Yeah, so this was back like, to your swimming oh, days. Oh my goodness, I know. <laughs> and aquaerobics, you know, I I feel terrible. I have judged aquaerobics, yeah. and I think, oh my goodness, that's just for you know the older generation, perhaps yeah. low impact. And then seeing, especially Faye doing yeah. our classes, she is like pocket. Ryan did it yesterday. He burnt six hundred calories. Really? Yeah, because you just, it's like with anything, you, yeah. you put whatever you, put you want whatever in. You put whatever you want in, you go you, hard, yeah, yeah. yeah you've but got there's, these dumbbells, yeah. and I did not realise how much resistance you have in water. Being a swimmer, yeah, yeah. you forget. Yeah. So I'm actually doing my qualification now, so I'm also studying at the minute. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, my life's just gone crazy. But I'm all, <laughs> so yeah, so hopefully I'll be an instructor for that too. <laughs> but it is perfect for that, you know, for, for people that have potentially got injuries, yeah, you know, and have to go that lower impact. But I guess it's also another option yes. that you've got to offer people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, when we took on the health club, we realised there was members who yeah. were the older generation. And I feel as if like when we were, everything was closed, you know, they were sort of like the forgotten yeah, yeah, po yeah. parts of the population. They had everything taken away from them, their social clubs, mm. everything. And so during the second lockdown, we, me and mine were providing um, online aerobic classes for really? them. I have never done aerobics, yeah. but we did, just for something to get them moving. Not even when you were young, you didn't do aerobics? No, I watched no. my mum with a leotard yeah, yeah. thing, but I've never <laughs> done it. So I was like, I remember asking my friend how to do it. She said, you need beats of eight. And I was like, yeah. oh my goodness. So we were just providing them with a workout to get them moving because yeah. they felt as if they were getting niggles again. Yeah. And then when we opened their doors, it's just been amazing to see them. It's it's that one hour a day that's giving them a little bit of routine again, Movement, meeting up, it? and yeah. it's it's just amazing. And, I, you know, I think, you know, as a perception, you do the boot camps, and, and I think as a perception, some people will hear the word boot camp mm -hmm. and think, oh, no, you know, I'm going to get absolutely killed, yeah. you know, it's going to be... And obviously, you can get absolutely killed, but, you know, if you don't have the confidence and you don't have the fitness, you don't have to go full-on hard, no. do you? You can build it up. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I never want anything to be about beast mode. Like, even yeah, my yeah. personal training sessions, it's not beast mode. I want enjoyment for my clients. Yes, yeah. I want them to get the results, but that comes as a byproduct, as, mm. you know, as the whole life, as a, as a thing. But if I can get someone to start moving in a way that they enjoy, whether it's through the boot camps, or the training sessions, or even through Aqua, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Because, like you said, that some people are low in confidence, and mm. the thought of going to a gym or going yeah. to a group class is just intimidating. Yeah. So for us, we want to build up slowly. If they do body weight, they're still getting so much from it. Yeah. And there's also that psych, um, that social aspect and psychological part yeah. to it as well. The psychological side's massive, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, definitely. it's, you know, for me personally, it's, it's you know, without it, you know, there's a, there's a gap and you feel a bit lost, I think it's just, whether it's a control thing, you know, as well, it's, yeah, it's just something that I find is hugely motivating. And obviously as a fact, 
you know, the the change in the way that your body responds to doing exercise. Yeah. It's a fact that it's going to make you feel no, better. Definitely. And it all comes together as well. And I think often people sort of forget that, that, you know, when you're working towards maybe like one thing, whether it's the physical in terms of doing a workout, often you might find oh, actually that's going to help me feel really good. I'm doing something that helps mm. me feel really good. You might see actually that's going to reflect in how you work, you know, in, in your moods yeah. at, at work. Um, you realise, oh, actually, I can do this. Maybe I'm going to have a career career progression because I'm feeling more confident because yeah. I'm doing something towards myself. So it's all part together. And that's why we have the four Bs because they're so interlinked. Yeah. And that's it. I think, you know, people have studied, you know, the top athletes or the top successful individuals. And, you know, most of them would have a reference point to the way that they include exercise in their life, don't they? I think yeah. that's sort of a, a documented no. fact. So what about your predictions to what's going to happen in your industry going forward? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate, maybe. <laughs> but So I do feel that people are going to start investing in more smaller gyms, mm. more that personal touch. I think possibly commercial gyms aren't going to be around for long. I don't think yeah. people are going to want to have the big changing rooms, the showers and stuff, yeah. because we've realised, actually, I'm quite sufficient working from home. I can do things from home. Mm. And people want that more personal. They want a product rather than just go to the gym and have a workout. There's more to it. I think we've all realised that the well-being and a holistic approach to our health, and I think people are going to put their health more as a priority and realise it. there's more to it than just going to the gym and going on a treadmill. Mm. Um, so I do feel like that. Obviously, with the online side, there's more now... That we've all been open to the idea of working out online uh, yeah. at home and I think possibly that might open more doors to online um, realising that online coaching isn't a gimmick no. or a, a fraud thing it actually is something someone who's going to hold you accountable and that accountability and support is a big thing and it's not just about diet and exercise no well I mean you know you, you, you sort of made reference to some corporates that have you know you've worked with in the past or contacting you and obviously from my perspective as as you know looking to find employment for people. I mean, a lot of the clients that I deal with, the well-being mm -hmm. is absolutely massive. I mean, you know, employers are taking on serious responsibility for, you know, what they provide for their employees, what they encourage their employee to do, what what's availability, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's absolutely huge. Yeah, when we worked with um, some corporates, we were so shocked about the work-life balance in terms mm. of it's not there anymore. Yeah. And I think lockdown just made that even worse. And the pressure that people felt as if, if they're awake, they should be working. Yeah. And it's kind of like for us, we're saying, no, you also need to put yourself first because how can you can't physically do your job from 6 a.m. till 9 p.m. at night to mm. the best of your ability? You, you can't. You no. need to have a productivity break. You need to. And I think that was one thing that we were trying to get out to employees as well is to make sure they are. You know, they're not congratulating those that are doing the yeah, 6 a.m. to yeah, 9 p.m. Yeah. They're actually checking they're in actually, on... Actually, yeah, telling them off, yeah. Yeah, so you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But I think at the minute, it's sort of got lost, and that was one thing that we were really wanting to help work with corporates mm. was the employee wellbeing, because it works in both. You're looking after your employees, which means they're going to work more productive, less yeah. six days and things like that. And so who calls you out? Or who calls Ryan oh, out? Oh, that is such <laughs> When you're online, like, responding <laughs> yeah. to it, because, oh, you know, your job is. could be... 24 hours a day of course it could yeah so how who calls you out how do you yeah step away and and and, and have balance and that's that's a good point and you've totally just called me, <laughs> <laughs> me out well you know because i say no, it as well you know I you know. have so who yeah. does do you pull each other out or yeah I, you know i guess it's hard because you're building a business yeah, still you and, know and, it's difficult and, and, and I, we are getting worried looks from i think our, our family at the are moment yeah. yeah thinking 
or I think Rye looked at me last week. I was like, oh, Ellie, you look tired. And, and I meant to have like mm. Wednesdays and Fridays off. And then I've now slowly started booking di- my diary on a Wednesday. And then I've slowly started doing it on a Friday. And it's, it's, I think because, yeah, I definitely need to kind of work on myself on this. And yeah, I think it is, it is. And we, we said to ourselves, well, the first year, you know, we just want to grow. And it's, it, you're right, at what cost? And I don't mm. want there to be a cost at the yeah, moment because yeah. it, life is good at the moment. And I want, mm. it, I want to make sure that we don't sacrifice it. But I guess it's also, you know, I know from, from watching you guys that historically you would have had your holidays, which were massive, you know, which is pure... But in this weird new world, none of us have had oh, any right. holidays. Well, you did um, You did go camping, which oh, I know you enjoyed last year. <laughs> don't go camping if you've got a toddler. In fact, just don't go camping. Yeah. It's not a holiday. Whatever you, I know you yeah. might think it's like going to be this really nice memories. No. <laughs> You're more of a five-star. Yeah, 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 put yeah, me yeah, in a yeah. hotel. Yeah. That's much better. Room service and a glass of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, what would your sort of tips be for those listening that do have that sort of, low self-esteem or negative feelings about their body image what what sort of tips and tricks do you feel that people can take forward from this listen listen to yourself as soon as you become aware because oftentimes a lot of time it's habitual so you don't even realize you're doing these things so i would say listen to yourself give yourself time in the day whether it's first thing in the morning i do first thing in the morning because often we have our thoughts first thing in the morning we wake up listen to yourself what's going through your head whether it's to do with your career whether it's to do with your body whether it's to do with your ability or your relationship let yourself have these thoughts but listen to it don't just ignore it put like i said put pen to paper could be a good way Mm. say and then once you put pen to paper say it out loud listen to the things that are going on in your head and then question it is it true is Mm. what you say now how can you be certain it's true. There's um, a book, Loving What Is, by Byron Katie. She she goes through these questions, and you question yourself, and it's something that's actually was like therapy for me. It changed okay. my life. It changed Ryan's life. Um, and then that, what that specific book that is what book, you'd recommend yeah, yeah, as, a, as a turning point. Yeah, okay. definitely. It really helped me um, during times where things were hard for us both. And and then once you've questioned your thoughts, like how can you be certain um, that what you're saying is true? How would you feel? If you didn't have that thought, oftentimes when we talk about what we want, where we want to lose weight um, or we want to I don't know, change our lives, it's because we want to feel better. Yeah, so we yeah. have to focus on actually what we're feeling and then take action from it. There's no point addressing and becoming aware of I'm, I'm feeling insecure, I'm really worried or I'm really, really low, but then do nothing about it. This is the, the time to take action and realising what's going to help me feel better. It's mm. not just a diet and exercise programme. It's working on your thoughts and feelings, positive affirmations, is a big thing people feel uncomfortable for. So perhaps affirming, I will, I can. Listen yeah. to your terminology with how you word things. Just change your change your wording, how you speak about yourself. That's that's a big thing. Mm. And I guess what <laughs> sleep. Oh, Eight hours sleep. a night, easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can get sleep, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I've got this app as well at the moment called Breathe. <laughs> okay. Um, and you can do three minute guided meditations, mm. and that that's a real good. I noticed a difference last week because I didn't. I told myself I didn't have time, but yeah. everyone's got three minutes to yeah. actually... This is it, isn't it? It's yeah. easy, and I think that's what... You know, it's those things that we do every day. Yeah, you haven't got time for this, you haven't yeah. got time for that, but, you know, uh, you, you've you've scrolled, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram you know for 20 on. minutes, yeah. so clearly... Or you know what's going on in you've Korea, made a choice. Would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and it's like, take a deep breath in for your nose and then hold it and then exhale. Do that for, like, three minutes. Mm. And you know what? It's absolutely amazing. It's like, I said to well, I can't believe how good it feels to breathe. Yeah. To, put, to properly yeah. breathe. Yeah. Because you're just doing that surface level, yeah. aren't you? So much. Um, 
brilliant. Ellie, what can I say? You know, it's been great um, having you come on, be so open, honest about all these things. And, you know, hopefully, you know, people that have listened can take away something and it's going to help improve. And obviously you're available for coaching, boot camps, aqua, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> Anything. Not babysitting. But, oh, thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. 